I don't wanna be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free, so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no. In a world full of lies, deceit, and half-truths, it's hard to know who and what to believe. But guys, this is the Truth For Youth podcast where I am telling you biblical truth that you can trust. Guys, I am the host, Micah Murphy. Welcome to the show. Welcome to a new episode. So today, guys, I'm going to talk about kind of this pet peeve of mine that I constantly see on social media throughout the world, and it's all about do whatever makes you happy. Live by whatever you want because it simply makes you happy or it makes you feel good. Guys, that is not the way to live. I promise you that is going to end in devastation. It's going to end in just a life of selfishness, which will lead to unfulfillment. You're not going to get peace. You're not going to be fulfilled because that's not the way God wants you to live. Uh, it, it's really crazy. I mean, it's always probably been like that, but I think there's been a major push towards that more recently. Like if you don't feel a certain way, it's okay. You know, you, you need to feel the way you want to feel and, and express those feelings and act on those feelings and, you know, just do whatever makes you happy. That, that's awful. I mean, it sounds good in theory, like it, it looks good on paper, but when you start really practicing that and you let the world and the people around you start practicing that, it's not, it's not a way to live. I mean, it, it causes chaos, and I think that's part of what's happening in our world today is because we've been living more towards that standard, and I think that's what's causing a lot of the chaos and a lot of the, the controversy that, that's happening in our world. Um, and who knows what the future will hold. You know, if you listen to this podcast a year, two years, five years down the road from now, I, I don't know what the world's going to look like. But uh, things have been kind of going on a downward spiral, it seems like, the last couple years. Um, so how do we correct that? How do we, uh, as Christians anyways, how do we overcome that? How do we live a life that is more fulfilling? How do we live a life that's more of purpose? How do we live a life that's more calling to what God wants us to do. Well, one of the things is not living by our feelings, but living by faith. This is the theme of today, guys. Do not live based off your feelings. Do not act based strictly off your feelings. Live a life according to faith. Now, not faith in yourself, not faith in a boyfriend or girlfriend or mom or dad or a pastor. You living by the faith that you have in God, in Jesus Christ. That is the faith. And if you look at the Bible, you will see so many stories of it being played out both ways. Okay, you'll see people that have lived a life on their feelings and they do what they want to do. And usually those stories don't end well. And then you have stories of people that maybe denied a feeling that they had or what they really wanted to do because it would make them happy or give them comfort or whatever. They decided not to do that because they knew that their faith was more important and they ultimately obeyed God. And we see that play out for their benefit and for the benefit of God's kingdom. And of course, I'm trying to keep our podcast to within 30 minutes, so I can't go over a ton of stories, but I do want to pick out a couple and just kind of show you 
This is what can happen when you go by just feelings. Now, here's my disclaimer. Not all feelings are bad, okay? I'm not saying just because you have a feeling that that is bad, but we do have bad feelings. We have a lot of feelings that are not necessarily from God, that are from flesh or just from us as broken, sinful humans. And that's not the feelings that maybe God is, is putting within us. Now, there is a balance, and we'll maybe have to talk about that in a different podcast as to how do you determine what are your feelings versus what are feelings that God is, is putting in you to have and to feel. But let's just look at uh, a couple of, of real-world situations um, before we kind of get into some passages. But, you know, for me, okay, I, I am a big advocate of exercise and, and healthy living. Now, I don't, I don't do it perfect by any means, okay? So I definitely could eat better. I definitely could do more exercise. But I try to, to have a pretty healthy balance of that. Now, do I always want to do that? Of course not. That, that's not who I am on the inside. I don't have this, this uh, inner you know, spirit within me that's just like constantly craving nothing but healthy food and constantly wanting to go exercise and live a healthy lifestyle. That, that's not who I am deep down, right? Deep down, there's a lot of times I don't want to get up and go work out. You know, on a typical weekday morning, I set my alarm for 4.15 in the morning. And I get up and I go work out. A lot of times I even have my oldest son, Micah J, go with me. Uh, he's not quite as consistent as I am, but hey, I would have probably never made it as many times as he's done when I was his age. So props to, to him, 14, getting up doing that and then going to a practice after school, sometimes even two practices after school. So anyways, but for me, I don't want to necessarily do that. You know, there's a ton of mornings that I'm super tired and I don't want to do it. I'd rather lay in bed and where it's comfortable, and I'm tired, and I know I can get a little bit more sleep. But I know that what's best for me and my health is to get up and go exercise. And I always feel better when I do it. It, it really only takes me probably 10 minutes to, to start, you know, to kind of get awake and get going. And then when I'm in the gym, once I start doing the first exercise, like I'm fine, like I'm good. But usually getting to that point, not so much. Same thing with eating healthy. I mean, gosh, I crave sweets. I crave sugar. Like, I love sugar. I think sugar, uh, I think I came to this realization the other day because I had just a little bit and then I just couldn't stop. Uh, I think it's like like a serious drug to me. Like, I think it's like cocaine. Like, I just, I've never done cocaine, by the way. But I'm just saying, like, I'm pretty good if I don't taste sugar. You know, even if I have, like, artificial sweeteners, it doesn't really do much. I mean, maybe it kind of gives me a little bit more of an appetite for something kind of sweet. But, dude, when I get the real stuff, when I get that hard stuff, man, I, I go crazy now because I've kind of backed off of it. And so I get a little bit, like, if I get a cookie, you know, or I get a little bit of ice cream, next thing you know, like, I can't stop. Like, I just keep going. It's like it triggers something. Uh, that's who I am <laughs> deep down, okay? That's what I would be like all the time, just constantly probably eating sugar, uh, you know, like nonstop. If I just let myself do whatever I felt, right? Because that, that's what I feel like. Oh, it makes me happy. It tastes good. Now, a little bit later, I don't feel so good. But if I just did everything that I wanted to do, I would be lazy. I would be a bum. Uh, I would be so unhealthy. 
Uh, I would not be a good dad. I would not be a good husband. I would not be a good youth pastor. I would not be a good athlete. I would not be a good at anything if I just did what I wanted to do, which is probably just be a lazy bum, right? Like that's probably who I am deep down on the inside. But what I want to be is somebody better. I want to be who God's called me to be. I want to live for a higher purpose. I want to be a good father. I want to be a good husband. I want to be a good youth pastor. I want to be a good friend. I want to be a good mentor. I want to be, I want to be all that God's called me to be. And that doesn't happen if I just constantly listen to my feelings and I constantly just do what makes me happy or what I want. That's not it. It takes self-discipline. It takes grit. One of my favorite words. It takes grit, right? Doing the stuff that you don't want to do. All right. Let's look at some passages. Let's first go back to the Old Testament. Let's look at, uh, let's look at Moses, all right? What do we see when Moses kind of comes on the scene? You know, God calls him to be a great leader. And you know what Moses says? Mm, no thanks, God. Uh, I'm going to come up with a bunch of excuses as to why I don't want to be a leader. I don't want to go cause controversy. I don't want to be in charge of a bunch of people. I don't really want to make the Pharaoh mad, right? I don't want to do all these things. I'd rather just be who I am, you know? But God kept saying, mm, Moses, I want, to, I want to use you. And so finally, Moses listens to God. He finally gives in to ignoring the feelings and does something about it. So we look at the passage in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 27. It says, It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt. Not fearing the king's anger, he kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who was invisible. Why did Moses leave? Because he felt like it? No. It says, it was by faith. It was by faith, not by feelings, why Moses left Egypt. Not fearing the king's anger. Because that's who he was naturally. He feared those things. But he kept, he kept going and kept his eyes on the one who was invisible. Now let's flip the story for a minute. We're going to stay in the Old Testament for a second. Let's look at what happens when we give in to our feelings. Familiar story that I think... Everyone has probably heard, but if you haven't, I'm not going to give the full story, again, because I'm trying to keep the podcast a little shorter, but the story of David and Bathsheba. David was an amazing man of God, had, had great faith, had great spiritual grit, um, but he was human, and there was at least one time where he decided, you know what, I think I'm just going to listen to my feelings today and not really go do what God wants me to do. And actually, it was a series of events that occurred. He was actually supposed to be out at battle with his men, but he decided to stay back, which was not the characteristics of a good king. A good king would be out there battling with his men, but he decided to stay back for whatever reason, but that was his first mistake. Uh, that was him listening to his feelings. Perhaps he was tired that day that they went out to battle. Perhaps he's like, you know what? I've done a lot in my career. I deserve a little rest. 
I don't know what his thoughts were, but he did not go. So look at 2 Samuel chapter 11. We'll start in verse 1. In the spring of the year when kings normally go out to war, David sent Joab and the Israelite army to fight the Ammonites. And they destroyed the Ammonite army and laid siege to the city of Rabbah. However, David stayed behind in Jerusalem. Then late one afternoon, after his midday rest, he's kicking back resting, midday, come on, David, get up, hit the gym, buddy. Uh, David got up out of bed and was walking on the roof of his palace. And as he looked over the city, he noticed a woman of unusual beauty taking a bath. He sent someone to find out who she was, and he was told, She is Bathsheba, the daughter of Elam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite. And then David sent messengers to go get her, and when she came to the palace, he slept with her. Now, David knew when he went up to the top of his palace that he would be able to see out over the city, and he knew that this was probably a time when he would probably see a woman bathing. And that's the feelings that he had, and that's what he wanted to act on, so he went and he did it. Not living by faith in that moment, living on feelings. He goes up there, he sees Bathsheba, notices her beauty, begins to desire her, asks his guys, hey, go check out uh, this lady, find out whatever you can about her, because man... I'm, I'm very interested, right? I want to get her number. Not really her number. They didn't have numbers, okay? So anyways, the men go out. They find out who she is. They come back and they tell David, David, this is who she is. And she's also married to Uriah, one of your soldiers. But guess where Uriah is? Oh, that's right. He's out at battle. So David hmm, his feelings were, you know what? I don't care that she's married. I don't care about all this. I still desire her. My feelings are that I want her. So go get her, bring her to the palace, and he sleeps with her. And then again, if you're not familiar with the story, I hate to be a spoiler, but guess what? She ends up getting pregnant. Uh, and then in order to cover it up, it becomes a big scandal, basically. David's like, oh, gosh, I, I got to cover this up. He tries to get Uriah to come home and sleep with his wife so he can say, oh, look, hey, congratulations, you have a baby. Eh, didn't work. Uriah would not give in to that. He's trying to be a, a faithful soldier. So ultimately, David basically had to have him killed. He sent him out and pulled everybody back, and he died in battle. But it was really more of a murder the way it was done. And, and then it all comes to a head anyways, and people find out. So it's like, he did all this, right? He, it was just a downward spiral because he started listening to his feelings and not living by faith. Again, not every time we listen to our feelings, something bad's going to happen. But when it contradicts God's word, God's biblical truth, again, this is the truth for youth podcast, right? This is biblical truth. If it contradicts God's truth, what God says in the Bible, your feelings are not correct. Your feelings are 
selfish. Your feelings are sinful. Your feelings are from you as human, not from God above. Look, even Jesus himself didn't listen to his feelings at times. What? Like, how can that be? I mean, if you're fully God, how do you have a feeling that's contrary to what is good? Remember, Jesus was both fully human and fully God. So he did have some feelings that were not completely lined with God. So he too had to ignore some feelings. And that is a great example for us. So if, God's ha- if God had to deny his feelings, guess what, people? We too are going to have a point where we have to deny our feelings. Do you remember when Jesus is about to go to the cross? It starts weighing on him, right? The Garden of Gethsemane, he's, he's uh, starting to think about, man, this is, this is about to happen. It's about to get real. Like, guards are going to come in a little bit. I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to get humiliated. I'm going to get spit on and mocked and beat and, and, and just brutally abused. And then I'm going to suffer and die on a cross while people are cheering and, you know, enjoying it like that that is not good right do you think he had the feelings of oh boy let's go do this this will be fun well no of course not he didn't want to do it this is what he says in luke chapter 22 verses 42 father if you will please don't make me suffer by having me drink from this cup but do what you want and not what I want. Hmm. Father, if you will, please, he's begging God, please don't make me suffer. He doesn't want to suffer, people. His feelings are saying, no, I do not want to do this. You know what's going to make Jesus happy? You know what's going to make him feel good? To run away. To avoid the suffer, avoid the humiliation, avoid the sacrifice of dying on the cross. Go live a fun life, Jesus. You're God. Go live in a palace. Be worshipped. Be bowed down. Be the most amazing king that's ever reigned on earth. Go do that. That's awesome. That'll make you happy. No. God said, no, that's not the plan. That is not the game plan. You do that, Jesus. And all humans are still dead in their sins. They have no chance at eternity with God in heaven. You've got to be the perfect sacrifice. It's, you're the only option. So you know what Jesus says? Okay, okay. Not what I want, but what you want. Not my will be done, but your will be done. Because Jesus knew at that moment It wasn't his feelings that mattered. It was his faith that mattered. And he had to live by faith in that moment. Guys, we see see the disciples doing the same thing. Sometimes they gave in to their feelings and they ran, right? When Peter wanted to, to deny Jesus, you see Paul at times denying his feelings and he continued to get beaten and in prison. You think he wanted to do that? No. Guys, again, the, the examples are there, okay? You cannot always listen to your feelings. 
balance it out with God's word. Pray about your decisions if it's a decision of your feelings versus obeying God and living in faith. Do not listen to that crap the world is telling you about. Do whatever makes you happy. This world's all about you. And, and oh, if it's your feelings that matter. Man, your feelings don't matter. Your faith matters. That's what matters. That's what determines whether or not you spend eternity with God. Not your feelings, your faith in Jesus. Guys, y'all have a good week. I'm out. I don't want to be just someone that's new I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth Yeah, I know that we all have